Inveni quem diligit anima mea. I found him whom my soul loveth. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. There would seem to be a great irony in the introit of today's Mass. The winter is now past. The rain is over and gone. On one of the most wintry days of the year, we're given this introit, and it's very often the case at this time of year. But it's striking and paradoxical in more ways than that. We're singing Saturday after Saturday, media vita in morte sumus. In the midst of life, we are in death. And in our own community, that's certainly been the case in these weeks, as we've heard of one death after another of those who are close to us. It's the case for the entire world at this time, really. All of humanity is keenly aware during these months, during this whole past year, that in the midst of life we are in death. In the midst of this wintry prospect of death, which the Liturgy of Septuagesima also brings before us as we hear about the fall of man and about the flood and about the plight of mortal man in this world, the providence of God gives us this announcement of spring. For Scholastica already, the winter is past, the rain is over and gone. The entire Mass, in a way, is a reflection on the Christian meaning of death. It points us ahead to the Paschal celebration to come. It reminds us, even in the midst of death in this world, what God's intention is, what he wants our death to be. We know very little about St. Scholastica. All we know really is, at least as far as I'm aware, the story that St. Gregory recounts in the dialogues of what happened three days before her death, and then of the vision that St. Benedict had in the hour of her death as her soul ascended into heaven. We don't know much about her, but perhaps we don't need to know much more. The two things we know about her are that she was able to do more because she loved more, and that made perfect in love, her soul ascended to heaven as a dove. She loved, and therefore her death was transformed from a punishment of sin into the exultant, ecstatic moment of union with the one whom she had longed for her whole life. And so all of the texts of this Mass express what should be the sentiment of the soul that loves God at the thought of death. Who will give to me wings like a dove that I will fly and be at rest? We heard in the gradual about the value of love next to which everything else is worthless. We heard in the tract Scholastica saying, I have found him whom my soul loves. I have held him and I will not let him go. These are her words, surely, as her soul wings its flight to heaven. But she was prepared for that flight by many long years. We don't know the details of those years, but she was able to 
fly swiftly to her spouse on the wings of love because she had been going out to meet him her entire life. Exite obviamei, go out to meet him. If we want to go meet the bridegroom, we have to go out. We have to go out of the things we're attached to in this world. We have to go out from our self-love. We have to go out from all the things that hold us down. We have to die, in other words. We hear a lot about death in the monastic life. But what Scholastica reminds us today is that death for the monk is always ultimately about love. Because we love our Lord, because we are loved by him, we want to die to everything that is not him, even now. And if we die that death daily, out of love, then when the moment of death comes, then it will be everything that the Church sings about today, the midday and the blessed rest shining forth as the soul flies to the bridegroom, as we unite ourselves to the death of our Lord and his sacrifice, let us ask him to help us to die each day to all that holds us back from him, so that when our turn comes, our soul will be able to take the wings of a dove and to fly and to be at rest in his shade. Amen.